Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. Yes, and it's good morning from the Concrete Gang and Happy New Year to all the listeners on 8.55 on the AM dial. Fantastic to be back here uh, on the award-winning show, which I forgot to mention. And we've got a cast of thousands here. We've got a couple of learners in the background, but we've got the gang here. Uh, good morning to you, Buzzer. I had to pay the 70 this morning. I'm not happy about that. What, what's going on there? Bowl of fruit, 18 bucks. You, Great you, to be back. Great to be back. Great t- break, and we're back into it full swing. Good Ra- morning. Rabbit, and over to the rabbit. Yeah, good, good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, Buzzer. Warren, Stringbean, good morning. Annie, happy new year to everyone. We've got a cast of thousands here. So anyway, yeah, we've got a lot of things to talk about and uh, I've got to get a few things off my chest. My old bombers, mate, they've been absolutely crucified over over the, over the Christmas break. They're in trouble. They're more, more trouble yeah, than the early settlers. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't mind I don't mind them um, hanging all the club and hurting all the rest of them, but they're old players. I reckon a bit hard, 12 months. They're going yeah, to be playing a bit tough. of social footy then, blokes, over the, for the next 12 months or go on a good holiday? I reckon I'm more drugs than Keith Richards. That, oh. That's not true, is it? Yeah, it's a bit tough 12 months, let's let's be honest. But well, it's just dragged on way too and long. And to make it worse, they've made that bloke captain. What's oh. his name? Uh, Goddard. 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 How could they make him captain, mate? And, and just as worse, I think you've got Hurdy coming out in the last day, t- throwing the blame on everybody else now. He didn't want to fall on his sword. He's throwing the blame out to everybody else. He didn't. He had his chance to do all sail this before, but he didn't do it. But anyway, yeah. But you ate it. You ate ever the bad ass of mate. So no, no, I don't. You texted me. No, no, that's no, a truth. I was having it. How, like, how would you like to be made captain after thirty-five players have been rubbed out? It's <laughs> going to be hard. Well, they've still got a chemist as coach, though. So we have. There's, there's a bit of hope there, isn't there? No, he, can get us out. he can get us He out. could put a portion together, couldn't he? He could have some something together. Some sort of. Buzzer. Now, uh, 
if you don't settle down, we'll talk about the home photos you got too. But then oh, we'll, yeah, we won't yeah, go there. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so listen, down. we've got to get on a few stories because over we might have been on holidays, but the Herald Sun wasn't. They were shit canning us all all through Christmas. Um, boys, there was a couple of big uh, articles in the Herald Sun, Rabbit. Yeah, there certainly was, and don't they love it? In in the dead zone, they call it, between Christmas and the New Year period when everyone's on holidays and people are kicking back and you're having your cup of coffee. Herald Sun, every story they could find about the Royal Commission and all the bullshit. I've never seen more false reporting in all my life. I mean, well, it was it all old news. Old all, news. Dragging it all back in, old news, photos of secretaries, assistant secretaries, going over old stuff that happened year, two years ago, a year ago. They must have a team meeting in there and they go, listen, we've got nothing to write about. Let's just, we've got to keep the pressure on this mob here. They're doing too good a job for the building workers. Let's just hammer them. Who, who was, what was the copper they got all the information off? It was Fontana. Oh, Fontana. Fontana. And, and it was proved to be all bullshit in the Royal Commission. And, they and, threw it out and they're running all this over that. And now the new commissioner's out there saying, oh, you know, we're, we're involved with this and that and everything else. I mean, they've only got to look at Fontana's evidence that he gave. What a load of rubbish that was. He lied. Yeah, I mean, that's unreal. And what about New South Wales with the $700,000 fines? They said it was paid to the union. It was all the sea bus and inkling for all the... For all the members. Yeah, that was a disgrace, that story in the, in the Fin Review, um, saying that the union had copped $700,000. Patrick Durkin. It, yeah, he, that's his name. He uh, wrote a story saying that the Patrick union Dickett. had copped all this, uh, all this back pay and had kept all the money. Well, the money was paid to the union so they could... Uh, you know, uh, give it back to the members who'd had their super and their annual leave and all that ripped off them. That's what the union does. We we get the builder in, we uh, make sure he pays everything he's got to pay. He gives the money to the union, and we give we we, you know, put it out amongst the blokes. I mean, that was just a disgrace. And it was a a great article. Yeah, the other day, uh, I think Dave Noonan gave a, it was a pretty good letter that he wrote back to the AFR, setting it straight. But um. Just and, a disgrace. And one of the other allegations they keep rolling out is that we do debt collecting for bikies. Well, I've never heard so much crap in all de- I, I can't understand what debt collecting we would be doing. I know, that's right. So <laughs> they come out with this and they just throw a bit on it, throw a bit on it. Throw bit a bit. of mustard? Oh, I'll tell you what. But, You're not bad at that, are you? But they, a bit of mustard? I suppose there were some recommendations out of the Royal Commission, but I've got to admit there wasn't much down here in Victoria. We didn't, we, it wasn't too bad down here. We haven't got too much of a flogging there, uh, so much from Hayden's final recommendations. But then they did hammer us too on trying to hammer us on freedom of choice for superannuation and um, they're going on and on about that oh. in every paper. Now, I've got to tell you, if we can't work out, even with the employers, that how much how much harder it's going to be to administer and how better off workers, tell me how they're going to be better off with 20 yep. people selecting 20 but, different super funds and trying to administer that on a, on a weekly basis or monthly basis. But that's tell what me. they want, Buzzer. They don't want us to have it. I mean... The sea bus thing's been fantastic because the money goes back in the industry. It's creating uh, jobs for the members. They don't want to see that, do they? Well, they're, they're pushing forward with their um, with their independent people, so-called independent people, get on boards, you know. But, I mean, that was one of the findings out of the Royal Commission that um, choice wasn't such a great idea when it came to super. So, you know... And it's patent bargaining. They want to. They want to keep going on about this patent bargaining. Patent bar. You're not. It's illegal to patent bargain. It's illegal. It's illegal. Illegal. And I'll tell you what, you, you're dead right. But you said, how, how would we be than that? You know, 50 different types of uh, super funds and all that. That's what they wanted. But none meant to go to disaster. But anyway, we could go about that forever. We have forgot one thing. Uh, David Bowie has passed away during the week. A great loss to the music industry, David Bowie. Brothers. You were going to bring in a tape, weren't you? Oh, very funny, mate. Yeah, yes, to throw off, eh? You're not bad, are you? Yep. Hey, uh, old, a t- a tape. old Molly Buzzer. 
A tape. Yeah. A tape buzzer. A, a tape, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tape. Oh, sorry. So we'll be playing. CD, a, wasn't it? <laughs> we'll I've got be, a, we'll No, play, that's what they are. We'll be playing a couple of tracks in, uh, for, for, for David Bowie because he great loss. It wasn't, I wasn't a great fan of his. It doesn't matter. He was, he was great for the music industry. And as it's been brought up, he was sick for 18 months, didn't tell anyone, had cancer. He's done it his own way. He, he, he fought his way through the cancer on his own and then he's done his own thing with the funeral. He just... Just bury me and don't worry about it, having a function. So good on you, David. He's a man of his own, a man of his own conviction. So good on and condolences to David Bowen and all his fans out there. He, he started that real different way of doing things. Uh, he had a real different way, uh, different was. way to dress, different way to perform. And right through the seventies and eighties, he brought out a number of different albums and was very successful. I suppose it reminded me of our mate at the, at the uh, Christmas party, old Peppermint. Peppermint shoes. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, he, he's brought us undone, and he had the, the big tough builders labourers at the at the Christmas break up. A bloke walks in with peppermint coloured shoes on. Did I did I hear you were walking through Port Melbourne with him that day, and oh, someone yelled yeah. out, hey, "Hey, hey, gorilla, is that your new missus?" Yeah, oh, that's yeah, what yeah. I heard. Who's, who's your new girlfriend? <laughs> I've been able, I've been shown me face in Port since. Jesus, what a shocker! Old Drew, and and, and uh, special cheerio, Drew McDonald. So, so uh, <laughs> well, they were they were Dunlop volleys. I will say that much. Yeah. The old volley, we love the volley. <laughs> Special cheer out all the fans of David Bowie. Great man gone. I think we're under pressure a bit in here, boys. But anyway, we're, we're used to all that. And talking about being under pressure, you've got to talk about the last week. We had a day there, 42 degrees. We had, we've had the rain, the heat and all that. And don't some of those shit carton bosses forget about the heat. Like, you know, wanting to pour 400 cubic metre pours of concrete on a day when it's going to be 42. I don't think, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to be happy until someone actually dies of heat exhaustion. Well, yep. I think that uh, a lot of the reps were away, which made it a bit more difficult. And um, so they ordered these concrete pours. And uh, then there was arguments about uh, reasonable distances between um, sheds and w- walking to, to the job face and reasonable convenience, I think, I suppose. So the wording's got – we've got to have a look reasonable. At, we've got to look at the wording a little bit there. And uh, like you said um, – it was a bit uh, ordering this concrete on 42. I actually, I think it might have even got the 44 degrees. And the next day was 18, wasn't it? Yeah, it was raining the next day. And, and, and windy, and windy, which that's Melbourne. Oh. And, uh, you know, we've had all sorts of things happening. But the temperature, you know, it's no surprise the night before, the day before it's going to be hot. Why you'd uh, organise concrete pours when it's going to be so hot? Uh, and then you put the boys in the corner where they've got to stay back and finish the conk in 40-degree heat. Um, you know, double time and cold water does not uh, fix that issue. I'm sorry. And, and uh, right. we've got to get away from that. And you're right, Rabbit. And, and the other thing, what's the concrete going to end up being like at 42? <laughs> yeah. Mean, be more cracks than other. But anyway, uh, talking about cracks and wind and all that sort of thing, uh, another issue's popped up during the week with the with the tower cranes and... Um, uh, with the wind vaning and all that sort of stuff, we've had those issues before. If you remember back years ago when they were re- when Grocom was rebuilding the uh, MCG and one one crane, well, one jib went back over the top of it. It wasn't in wind vane and the, and the uh, wind got all of it and obviously uh, destroyed the crane. And for you people who don't know what we mean by wind vaning, you know, at the end of the day, the driver puts the crane in wind vane, so whatever way the wind blows, the, the, the crane will go with the wind, so it's not under under pressure, like, like David Bowie, under pressure. That's, a, that's right. That's what we played, Jeez, you're coming good there. Jeez, how'd I go there, eh? I'll tell you what, you're oh, back my... in form. 
Oh, Molly Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. That was anyway, well so, planned. So anyway, um, yeah. So, but but every crane's to put it in wind vanes done differently. You know, I don't care how long you've been around. You know, but but trying to you know put all these figure out how to put them in wind vanes. You know, not not an easy issue. So we've had an issue during the week where a guy thought the crane was in wind vane and it wasn't, and the winds come up and the, and the, on a creamer job and and the and the and the, the rope rubbed against the basket on the top of the jib which you you, you stand in to check the sheaves and all that, and that's come down. Lucky it come down when no one's at work. It could have killed someone. So not blaming the driver, but but what happens when they bring a, a driver stays stay, has a day off and they bring a new driver in? He's supposed to be inducted in that piece of machinery, and no one does it. No one does it, and we've got to get back to that because that's what it says in the, in all the codes of practice and all the all, all the safety laws uh, buzzer and, and rabbit and it all says it must be inducted in that piece of machinery because not no there's no driver that will know how to put every set different crane in, in wind vane. And it's very, very important that they are. And a scaffold went down there in Carlton as well. And um, we're not going to mention... Let's just finish on the cranes before yeah. we no, go we don't, that. No, we don't... Yeah, we've got to mention the scaffold coming yeah, down. We will, but yeah, let's but, finish on the cranes. You're, we're, we're you're right, Gorilla. No, we're giving no. the crane a good run, right? We're giving the crane a good run. Although we will say... We will say it was the crane where... The, hey, it was the crane where, where we had all sorts of problems with before Christmas, wasn't it? Well, we're back on the cranes now, are we? She's <laughs> you're all over the joint. But, but uh, you're right, you're right, you're right, Gorilla. You're 100% right. Every single machine is different. And even if it's the even if it's the same brand and the same comes from the same factory, they always build them differently. There's different designs. Halfway through a particular model, they'll change something. They'll do something different every single time an operator goes into a new crane, whether it's a mobile crane or a tower crane. They must be inducted into that machine. Right. So all the RH and reps and shop stewards out there, if you've got a new driver comes on a job, he must be inducted in that piece of machinery. Yep, exactly. None of this up the ladder you go and uh, start pulling the levers. You've got to be inducted into it, absolutely. All right, um, we'll move on to the next subject. Uh, we had a, um, uh, a mob called uh, Dujon. 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 G-U-C-O-N. When, Sorry. Dujon used to be a wicked keeper for the West Indies. Yeah, Jeffrey Dujon. So, I wish he was still there. I reckon. Now, what happened? Yeah, they're pretty ordinary, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> hey, how we, we get you on to that? Hey, <laughs> hey honestly, hey, someone, someone hey, in Tassie reckons I'm going to go all right. Too, actually, the West actually Indies. Just, just a quick one on the West Indies because we like jumping all over. They were playing down Canadian oh, Park, we well, like Skilled Stadium. One of the fielders was fielding down finally, and he was talking to someone in the crowd. And the catch come down, and he had his back to the the boy. That's how bad they're going, the old West Indies. So uh, he was jumping all over the joint. Wasn't yeah, he? he was jumping yeah, all over. The, like, Back to Jukon. Wasn't concentrating. Get back to Jukon. Jukon have started. Jukon went broke in halfway through December, owing about eight million dollars. Yeah, non. Explain that situation. Yeah, so. and Jukon's a non-union EBA, but they do have some union EBA companies working on the job. They're probably in a smaller range uh, job area uh, between one and fifteen million, I'd say. And so they've gone broke halfway through December, owing a heap of money. And some of them are union. 11 million, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Some of the union EBA uh, companies are owed money. I know one person rang me up, he's owed 120. Another one rang me 200,000. Um, so I've got a few calls. Went down to a job at St Kilda Surf Lifesaving Club next to the Stoke House. Stoke House. Now, the Stoke House has got a construction site there as well. And in this, which is Lansky Construction, another bottom of the range one, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Jewish stock taker. Guess what? Jucon's now started another company called Jucon Maintenance from the same premises as Jucon. Now, we're obviously with different owners. 
right? Now, you work all that out. If you were a subcontractor owed money, you'd be very disappointed in that uh, situation, wouldn't yeah. you? Same owners, different directors. Yeah, surely they come down about all this stuff about hammering yeah. unions, about patent bargaining, superannuation. It's subcontractors who pay our workers – um, and they're owed hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and they can get away with doing that uh, legally somehow. Somehow they get around it. So we're going to mention them later on a bit a bit more just quickly for Scallywag of the Week. So uh, shit can do come maintenance around the trap, right? Okay. And uh, what, up, what are we up to now? Okay, so oh, I've uh, got another. So Acorn? Acorn, Acorn, Acorn plastering uh, this week. Uh, a couple of couple of boys turned up on a job, and the uh, the delegate inducts them. And uh, as he does, he's doing his uh, you know he's doing his checks, and he recognised uh, a couple of tickets he was looking at. So he went back through his uh, through his files, and lo and behold, November last year, he inducted the same bloke. So he went and went and saw this fella, and he said, "Hey mate, I inducted you uh, in November." And this fella says, "No, you didn't. No, you didn't." He says, "Well, all these tickets you give me belong to this other bloke. Go and get your car license." So they go and get the car license. All false tickets. False he, tickets. He inducted his tickets, not him. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So when they did a bit of a check, um, there was three of them exactly the same way. So there's there's that going on. They're, they're, the boys are swapping tickets and trying to duck and weave with the sea bus and the Inkalink and the co-invest and the union ticket and the white card uh, and, the, and the whole lot. It's, it's an absolute disgrace what's going on. Absolute disgrace. Acon Plaster, if you see them, you know what you've got to do. Yeah. Yeah, so and there's been a lot of that, bit of that been going on. So it's, we've only been back a week. There's a few few scallywags kicking around the jobs and playing a few games. But uh, anyway, it's the start to the new season. The ball's been bounced. We've got a big season in front of us. I mean, boys, we've got the EBA. We've got that coming up. We've got the um, Royal Commission findings. What else we got? We've got the concrete uh, gang fundraiser. General election. <laughs> uh, there'll be a, a federal election at the end of the year. Yes, yes, very important. Uh, obviously, could be a union election uh, as well. Yeah, and something uh, more important than all that, the 40th, as, as the rabbit just brought up, the 40th year of the concrete gang this year. will be a massive turn halfway through the year, which we're working on at the moment. There's been a lot of blokes working on it at Christmas. We've come up with nothing, but anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll have that organised before it come, the time comes. We'll let you know what's going on. But yeah, it's... Uh, 40th year, so we're going to have a big turn. Big what, turn. What else we got, boys? Well, we've got. I think the tra- at the trans during the week, the uh, the World Bank came out and said that Australia would uh, get absolutely nothing out of signing the Trans Pacific Partnership. Of the 14, I think countries that are going to sign the TPP, Australia are ranked 14th for any benefits that may flow from signing that agreement. So. You know what? We're in a lot of we're in a lot of trouble. Free trade, free trade. What a load of nonsense! What a load of nonsense! Didn't they put him up in a pedestal? That Andrew Rob, I put him up. He was better than God when he signed all those deals, wasn't he? But remember, this comes from the World Bank. No friend of the uh, no friend of the working class, the World Bank. They've come out and said it. It's going to do nothing for this country. Jack shit. Jack shit. What else we got? That's it. Well, we might as well tip in the scallywags, boys. There's plenty of them, and I'll kick off with one uh, one of the perennials. Duncan McPherson to construct. Phone call from uh, Salusian College during the week. I think it was about 44 degrees at the time. No one had sent the blokes home. We had to make a phone call. But Dunky Perz was probably sunning himself or probably in the Bahamas or something with a big coconut drink and swaying in his, his, in his hammock and that, just enjoying himself while the blokes were nearly... Well, birds were dropping out of the sky and the blokes were dropping dead from heat exhaustion on the two construct job at Salusian College. So a special mention, the uh, two construct uh, 
Boys, we got anyone else? I have uh, to say, yeah, go, go on. Alcoa. Down in, oh, what's yes, going on down yeah. in Portland over the break is an absolute disgrace the way that was handled. It brought back memories of the MUA dispute. They dragged uh, security people in there. And what time was it? One o'clock in the morning? 30 security guards, one o'clock in the morning. Uh, all, now, now, honestly, uh, Alcoa gets subsidised by state governments, all sorts of stuff. And they're, they're, and they're condoning this as a good business practice, paying... Paying people what two to four dollars an hour, yeah, yep, and and then yep. bringing in security guards with balaclavas to remove people off shift. That's exactly where we're we heading. That's exactly what happened, and the and the amount of uh, benefits the state government give Alcoa in, in regards to the power that they use uh, there in Portland. We we'll probably should um, explain what's going on. Well, that's to the right. Punters. I mean, it's yeah. all about flags of convenience and all that. With the Alcoa ships have been uh, manned by. Um, Obviously, they're in the waters of Australia. They've been Australian companies, Australian this, Australian jobs, and the man by Australian uh, seamen. But they want to change that. The, the, I think I don't know if the flag of convenience has been changed, but anyway, yeah, yeah, they're going to change that. So obviously, to a to a third world country and pay them third world rates. That's what it's all about. And yep. as you, you boys have just explained, it's been subsidised by the Australian government. And, and then we get people running on the boat in the middle of the night, you know, thugs and, and dragging bloke, bashing blokes and dragging them off the boat. That's what we're up against. So they're, they're on the scallywag list. Who else we got? I've got, uh, I've got BRC piling, snuck back a little bit early, um, going against the, uh, the, the agreement, snuck back a little bit early there in the, in, the, in the first week of the new year. Canes also, a little oh. bit sneaky. I think Platinum were the same. Coming uh, back a little bit early, we're going to mention sneaky. We're going to mention Nigel. He's had a bit of trouble in his office. Oh, oh Nigel! Oh, yeah. He's, he's been me. up to no good. Is he? A, a bit, of, an extra expense to the taxpayers. I think it's about fifty thousand so far. Um, some uh, bullying charges, uh, alleged bullying charges being no, made. No, no alleged there. It's, well, it's a we'll, fact. We'll, for this days, we'll say alleged. Let's just say they're not managing things that well in there at the moment. Well, it was in the newspaper. So oh, it's got to yeah, be right. Well, that's got to be right. It's got to be right. It, it said bullion. It said bullion and standover in the newspaper. So it's got to be right. So we're only reporting what the paper says. Who else we got? Uh, Jucom. We got man. There, oh, yeah, Jucom, mate. I have to say, Acon plaster for the ticket fiasco. Well, just on Jucon, I mean, uh, there, there's a mob that's gone out and got a non-union eBay and, and changed the company overnight into another company over eleven million dollars. And we've brought this up on the Concrete Gang for I don't know how many years. Nothing's ever been done about it. I mean, the, the governments, you know, they want to change everything the, you know, to stop the unions being effective, trying to stop us from being effective. What about stop making a few rules so they can't do that anymore? 100%. Should be on the top of the list. Uh, top of the list. One other quick one. I know it's not construction, but you'd reckon after everything that went on last year was 7-Eleven, they would have got it right. Well, guess what? Adelaide 7-Eleven, two stores, been charged in Fair Work Australia of not paying penalty rates to all their workers. So they're, they're up there again, 7-Eleven. Yeah, I'm not ran out of petrol over the holidays because I wouldn't go to one of their petrol stations. But that's another story. So who we got? Who we going for, boys? Well, I reckon Alcoa's going to be hard to bet. I know it's not construction. No, no. But, but that's sort of cool. those sort of yeah. tactics. Yeah. Uh, Rabbit? Oh, no, I have to say Alcoa. Alcoa it is. So Alcoa have won hands down. We've agreed that, which we don't do too often. And uh, they're going to be first scallywag of the year. And then we've got the Whinging Award this year. Don't forget the Whinging Award. Ooh. Who could that be? Well, it's the Duncan McPherson. No, he did leave a nice message on me message, man. What, what's, I've got his name now. What's his name, our mate, that's named after? Oh, Michael. Michael, Michael Clemage. The Michael Clemage Whinging Award now. So it's, his, it's named after him for the 12 months. But uh, Duncan McPherson, you're the first one that's picked it up this year. So well done, Dunky Poos. <laughs> And uh, that's about it. So we've got Donkey Poos for the Whinging Award and Scallywag of the Week is gone to Alcoa. 
So, boys, I think we've just about done enough. So we'll go it in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If we don't fight, you lose. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.